Hi everyone, welcome to episode 78 of Mompreneur Space Live Show. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. So in my book, I've interviewed and featured 15 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years. I've also shared with the mothers how they can craft their mompreneurship blueprint using the three P's, which is passion, purpose and profit to kickstart their business. At the same time, I've been running my own digital marketing agency, KC Creative Marketing, for the past five years, where, where I help solopreneur, startup, self-employed, and SME by using social media, video marketing, and live streaming to build up their brand in today's online digital world. In this season of Mompreneur Space Live Show, I will still be interviewing a successful mompreneur every Monday, and I hope that it will continue to inspire and motivate more mothers who are running their own business or for those who wanted to start on their own. So during the live show, you can start posting your question in the chat and we will answer them at the end of the show. So in this new episode, we will be talking about I am a go-giver mompreneur. And today's guest, uh, she is someone that I've known for about six to seven years. And she has been amazing because the first time I met her, I still remember uh, she was my client and I was still um, working on advertising as a media salesperson. So I went to her house and I saw that she has four kids at home. I was like, wow, like for a typical Singaporean family to have four kids is really um, unbelievable. A lot of people say, oh, is it possible? Even with two kids, they are struggling. So for her, I knew her um, back then when I was working in JNR Media, where we have this uh, sampling bag that we give to hospitals and I um, approached her because she has this amazing business uh, that she really built up out for pa passion and for her she's the founder of uh, founder and owner of Petite Big House she's a mompreneur with four children uh, now currently they are age 20, 18, 16 and 14 it seems that like everything is being planned at like two years gap later we will ask her more and she has published her own book which is her own recipe book Petite Petite hot bakes, okay, yeah. Oh, her, her name is here. So later, uh, I will let her share more uh, of why she have uh, she published a book, and that was back in twenty sixteen. So, uh, without further ado, let me welcome Sophia. Hi, Sophia. So thank thank you for making the time uh, and really come onto my show after so long. Finally, uh, I got you onto the show because you are also featured in my book, Mother Industrialist, a uh, very amazing story. And I, I've shared with the audience in the book or the readers that uh, for you, it's really pure passion. Pure passion really, in really, I would say, with passion, a lot, of, a lot of times people feel that passion cannot really make a living. So that's why um, I felt that your story really can resonate uh, with, uh, with me at the same time to share with the audience out there. So before we move on, right, uh, there's a tradition that every guest gets to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready to receive the question of the day posted by the previous guest? So the question of the day that's posted by the previous guest is, what is that one thing that you cannot do without as a mompreneur okay so i ask again i repeat so what is that one thing that you cannot do without as a mompreneur so ha uh, have some time to think about it while i go onto facebook live to see if i connected successfully if our audio are to go and i'll come back to you all right sophia so sophia are you ready uh, to answer the question of the day before we can officially kickstart 
Yes, yes, I'm ready. Okay, share with us. Um, the one thing that a mom premier cannot have. Cannot do without. Yeah. Cannot do without. Yeah. Of course, we cannot do without our children. If not, <laughs> we cannot be a mom premier, right? So if we don't have a children, then we will be just an entrepreneur, not mm. a mom premier. Wow. Correct. <laughs> wow, that is so short and sweet. <laughs> okay, so now we can officially kickstart with the show. And uh, and the best thing is this question of the day was posted by your good friend, uh, Mel, friend. Melody. So yes, which is also yes. the previous guest. Uh, I think it's really amazing to have both of you because I know both of you uh, around the same time when I was working at JNR. Uh, and in fact, it was Mel who's the one who uh, referred you to me as a as a customer, and I can I cannot believe that um in the past six seven years, uh, both of you have been really supportive in whatever I'm doing, and you and Mel also have been featured in my book Mother Industrialist uh, with your amazing story. Uh, thank you very much, and um also it takes a while it takes a while for for us to come together to really uh, even to bring you onto the show because for Mel and you I think I've invited you guys for a while I said oh, I'm very shy very hard then for even like for when Mel agreed I was like wow finally she was like oh, very low profile but I guess uh, I guess um, after a while you I, at this point of time I believe that um, most of you will be seeing that oh it, it will be good for you all to share your story and since the story is being featured uh now is the time with social media and with this, um, especially this pandemic with uh, circuit breaker and COVID, uh, a lot of us are bringing our business online. Yeah. Okay. So having said that, uh, maybe we can say, uh, I saw someone coming on live. Okay, let me just, okay, that's Eva. Eva MJ is tuning in. Tuning in. Hi, hello, Eva. Hi. <laughs> So let us know uh, whether you are a friend of uh, Sophia or is it you are a friend of mine? If not, you are you are new or you have been uh, you saw this being shared. So let us know. Say hi to us. And meantime, um, Sophia, maybe you can share um share with the audience because this might be the first time they are seeing you. Uh, maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. What were you doing previously, and what are you currently doing? What are you busy with, and where are you from? Because we do have audience from all around the world that is tuning in. Uh, at um, Mompreneur Space Live Show. So maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself, Sophia. Okay, thank you, Kenneth. Um, I think I will say I started as a graphic design student because mm. I graduated from Tomasic Poly uh, oh, Diploma. You are my, in... You're my senior. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's uh, actually uh, graphic design. Mm. So once uh, uh, I'm the pioneer group of uh, Tomasic Poly. So, uh, Which course were you? Graphic design. Just we were purely. our campus. Uh, our campus is at Bahuddin. Is the old campus. Ah, okay. Yes, yes. So once, uh, once the new campus ready, I already graduated. Mm. So, yeah, we took, I didn't manage to study in a new campus. But my son is studying in Tamasa Poly. Oh, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, yeah, he gets to study in a new campus. Um, so far, after I graduated, I was a graphic designer in uh, publication, doing a uh, publishing. Magazines. Oh, I, uh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, I work in um, um, Cleo magazines mm. for quite some time. Then after that, I created to be freelancer. I work in her world, uh, uh, I think interior design and all those different magazines. So um, after seven years in graphic design, um, then I started, I mean, in publishing, sorry. Then I started, in fact, I started not really in publishing, in fashion. I started in 
music music oh. publication okay. in uh, oh that's long long time ago <laughs> yeah have you if you heard of music plaza which is under yamaha mm. so that was my first job and mm. i was doing music type setting what so music type you do musicable musicable uh-uh. as in you typeset the notes mm-hmm. for oh. the people to play. So we are the one that do the typesetting, mm. and I have to do the design and the cover. For wow, that is a lot different. of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it, you're supposed to play, and it will input. Oh. It's like a, a software. Okay, so you, you need play to play the music. So for you, you need you to need, play. You need to have a music background. background. Yes. So you do have. Yeah. I, I, I learn piano so oh. I have a great so so the thing is that you can play and then you will just input and the book will come up but I, will, I was more in charge of the design as in the book cover mm. and the layout inside so it was quite a challenge but it was pretty interesting I would say for the year one year I'm there so uh, then after that my publishing um, uh, journey started mm. from uh, the magazines. magazine yeah. yeah it's from a magazine so uh, once I actually got married and settled down, I was actually doing freelancing because oh. after a while, the, yeah, I freelance in graphic design. So, uh, so when after that, I think my first child was born, and I wanted to go back to full time. I think because I think nobody looked after my kids. Mm. My mom was a little bit pressured because of her <laughs> age. So then I decided to say, okay, why don't I take care of my kids myself? Mm. So since my husband was quite supportive, so I said, okay, I will take care of my kids. Uh, I think during that time, I re- I'm a person who like to plan. Mm. So I already start to plan <laughs> uh, what I want to do. I don't want to just stay at home, just take care of kids, and you don't really know what you want to do. So I said, okay, since I'm staying at home, I don't mind having more children. Mm. So let's plan uh, I wanted to have six. My husband said no. So I would <laughs> wow. get, okay, we compromise. We have four. So my deal was I, I prefer them to have closer gap, mm. like two years gap, since I'm at home. So I say, since <laughs> I'm at home. So, so uh, I'll plan. And uh, for this, uh, after my fourth child was born, I think my, 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 my parents were a bit worried that I couldn't cope. So mm. they were asking whether I need help. This, But I think I can. I'm possible. I can do it myself because I think I can train my kids to be independent too. So I actually take care of them full-time, alone, mm. with definitely with a lot, a lot of help from my husband. He's very supportive. That's and good. Uh, that, that's how the four kids is brought up uh, by, by both of us. Mm. So during these four years, I never detach myself. It's like I continue to have connection with graphic. Mm. But I do realize because of technology, it's a little bit difficult to go back because they will expect you to be freelancing at the place or yeah. you have to have a lot of software uh, that you need to do all those things that you need to catch up. To I find that it's a bit, over, yeah, it'll be overwhelming. So then um, during that period of time, of course, in order to um, entice and um, entertain my kids, <laughs> uh, baking comes into the picture yeah. because uh, we love to eat desserts. So when we go out, we like to buy a lot of desserts and we share. But I always realize that why is the dessert so big as in the portion? So my kids, for them, of course, they have their preference. As parents, we let them choose their preference. But the four pieces they order, they cannot finish. <laughs> and then they end up to where? To me and my husband. <laughs> and we didn't get a chance to actually choose what we really, really want. So in the end, uh, I tell myself, why can't I just make something that's small enough? Mm. Everybody can have their own favorite share and 
I can have variety if I want. So I was looking around for it and I didn't find any. And I think maybe the mentality of people is if I sell a bigger pieces, I sell faster and then I get my profit, I gain more. Mm. So smaller pieces wasn't in the market so far. So and uh, I was more into culinary that time because I cook a lot. Mm. But I tell myself maybe I should try to bake. Oh, so you know so, nothing about baking? <laughs> no. <laughs> In fact, I'm very scared of baking because I find that baking, there's so many tools, equipments mm, that yeah. you need and there's such thing like precise measurement, you need to measure properly and then when you buy the ingredients, you, you need to buy like a kg and also then you need to stock up, you might not have space but for calories, it's like you buy daily, you cook daily and it, it, it just finishes up faster. So the idea of baking was actually quite fearful. And uh, there's a lot of washing, definitely a lot of washing. So, but then in the end, I say, why don't I give it a try? But mm. I don't really know. So uh, I actually look for courses. I look for courses to actually take. So uh, in China Pond, there's a BITC, it's the Big Industry Training mm. Center. They actually have night classes. So, so in the end, um, I was discussing with my husband, since you come back, yeah, mm. go for class. <laughs> so at least we take balance, turns. Right? Yeah, yeah shift to balance. Work, so, work. so I, yeah, so I, I morning take care. I morning oh. take care of my kids, and I go for a class. So there is three modules like bread, cakes, and pastry. So I took the first module of bread, mm. but it, it the bread module for part time will take me six months. Oh. Six months to complete. But actually, if you do full time, you just need to take one month. <laughs> that was like, am I wasting my time? You know, it's like. Six months if after I finished everything is one and a half year. Oh yeah. But I'll say, okay, may, let's finish the bread module. So after I finish the bread module, I say, okay, let me discuss with my husband again. <laughs> I say, can I go and just complete that two months? Let me go for full time and then just let me complete the whole module. Um but I, I okay, I couldn't remember how I did and what we did. But mm. he agreed and we ma- I managed to finish my cake and pastry module in two months wow. rather than one whole year. So everything just sort of like snowball slowly mm. growing. And after I finished my exam, I graduated. It's so so coincidentally that I was flipping and reading newspaper. I saw this small little article saying about renting kitchen to bakers who are interested to start online. Oh. That means you rent the kitchen, you bake, and you sell <laughs> online. So to me, it was it was pretty interesting. The time, because timing, years, right? Timing, timing. Um, I think the idea of um, selling online was not very happening 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. That Facebooks and all those yeah. stuff. So to me, I said, this is quite an interesting idea. So I was thinking, okay, why don't I give the owner a call? Because the owner is actually the owner of the, the location, the, the kitchen. Mm. So I gave her a call and she told me that, oh, I left one slot. One more slot. <laughs> just nice. Uh, because, yeah, just nice. So she said, why don't you meet me up? So I went to her home there, uh, Bishan, and meet her up to discuss about this. And she told me, uh, if I take up this slot, she will stop receiving people and all the stuff. So it's sort of like pushing me, saying mm. that, oh, only you left one. The formal so I thing, went right? Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I went back. I discussed with my husband again. So we, I did some calculation. I said, if I'm going to rent from her for one whole year, what's the cost that mm. I'm going to have and what's the commitments that are going to be and all that stuff. So after discussion, um, I think my husband know me well. He always say that he knows that if I don't do it, I'll regret it. 
So uh, he leave the decision to me. But I was still sometimes no matter whatever he tell me that he leave the decision to me, I still need his uh, confirmation as in consensus, right? Ah, yeah. yeah. Because it's a, it's a team. Yeah. Yes, I will feel better mm. to do the next move. Yeah. If if I can sense that he's not comfortable, <laughs> I'm not comfortable too. Mm. So I think the support Respect is, also, is, is very very important. So I think because of that, uh, I went to sign the contract, uh, and that's ah. that's how I start my baking journey. Mm. So it it was everything was like follow one after another. Yeah. It's not so that it's not as if I plan yeah. to be a baker. It just Manifest and just going yeah, step by step. I think, correct. I think it's also because of positive mindset. Mm. If you keep on thinking further or what you want to do, you move forward faster. Mm. That's true. If you keep on worrying about nobody <laughs> taking care of my kids, nobody do this, nobody do that, then we are not moving forward. Then yep, uh, that that is one one of the thing that I learned through the journey. Mm. That uh, I think we just need to look towards our goal, not so much as our problem. Yep. And it will move further, so uh, that's how. Okay, last story. As you say, you already mentioned that how I develop until now. After ten yep. years later, it, I have my own fresh fish stores. Yeah, uh, at uh, it's located at Singtang. Okay, uh, I think throughout that ten years, many many things happened. Mm. Uh, I I'm a person not only wanted to constantly wanted to upgrade myself. Mm. I do not like to just stop it there. If I can do something what I didn't do before, it will make myself move forward. So during the ten years, many many things happens, mm. and I think it's for a good cause. Um, yep. Like my, I produce, uh, I publish my book. Yep. I joined the bakery association as mm. one of the committee members. I started to, I went to take the actor course, which is a uh, qualified trainers, yep. and I start to st- start to teach, and the teaching was uh, amazing. Because you mm. meet many many people, uh, I think before I started in twenty ten, there's this uh what you call platform called Moms at Work. Mm. Uh, they also started at the same time, and that's I'm so happy that I met so many mom people yeah. over there. <laughs> Melody, Melody is one of them. Yep. And from there, we give a lot of encouragement to each other, and then uh, throughout the whole process, I always want to support moms because I think a lot of moms are been struggling because yep. they. I would say I'm very fortunate that I always have support. Yep. And not all the moms can do what they want or or have the support that they want. So, uh, yeah. But just hopefully, hopefully, well, I can give back in the sense that mm. I can help them to achieve what they actually can. Yeah, that that's nice to hear that. And this whole journey not easy. At least I, I accompanied you for six years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's nice knowing people like you because you. uh, I think. People changes, but as you say, for the good, mm. and uh, we help each other. Just like during that time, you help my business. I actually work with you, and then you actually connect me. I actually connect for you. So yeah. it's all the connections that makes our network grow. Yep. Uh, which I think is is very good. I would say I'm very very fortunate that throughout my journey, even throughout my life, I have been meeting very positive people, mm. very positive people, because. Um, it's not easy because sometimes negative energy tends to drain you down yeah, a lot. I but agree. so far, my my friends, I would say, majority of them, their energy is very positive, mm. and uh, we always look at the bright side. Yep. Uh, we know we we know we're gonna have problems. Everybody has problems. <laughs> yeah. But we do not focus on the problems. We yeah. look at the solutions. 
and then things will move move on. Yeah, I totally agree because I, I think coming from you, uh, from the day I knew you, um, you have always been positive, and that's why the law of attraction you attract positive people to you, because uh, I think your positivity is so big, bigger than negative negative people. That's why the negative people basically cannot outwin that positivity because I, I guess it's it comes in the nature that everything that you look at it you look at it as a test as a as a as a milestone to the next level and I would say your this 10 years right you have you, your business basically evolved like from starting a, a, a small bakery on your own and now you build up and also having your flagship store and from flagship store you started to become a trainer and join the association. It's like everything's. Is it a a plan journey? Because everything seems to be very smooth. Like it moves up by its own, or you just go with your gut and the feel. What would you say? I, I wouldn't say that I plan. Uh, I think I go with the flow. But if you say smooth, I I don't totally agree. Okay, maybe that you just <laughs> yeah, hide, yeah. All the, hide all the yeah yeah. I mean yeah. no. No point talking about mm. all those negativity things. Um, mm. there, there definitely there will be uh, a lot of hiccups, a lot of um, unpleasant things mm. happens. But I don't think we want to think about that. Um, we would think it is that maybe during the period of time, something not comfortable for that person or something happened to the person, it gives you the negative energy. Mm. But it doesn't mean that the person is not positive. Yep. So uh, it's not easy, I believe. As you if as you know, uh, in a lot of industry, it's always predominating by males. Yeah, yeah. So for a female to be in the positions to uh, outshine them and do their best, yep. it's actually not easy. There's a lot of peer so, pressure and yeah, society. yeah. There's a lot of peer pressure, but I think so far, so far, my attraction is a lot of female mm-hmm. because we are all moms, remember? Yep. And our our energy is really really big. I would say. So uh, sometimes when we need to look for positivity, we actually can see each other. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we just hang out and you know get all the recharge, recharge, mm. recharge all the positive energy, and then after we go out, we just fight with all the negativity. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also you have the the, the like they, they always say the average of five people they mix around with most, so that will be the key thing because I also see that. It depends on who you mix with. If you mix with negative people, then you just ran and ran and ran. You, you get nothing out from it. But renting is renting is okay. You just have an outlet to release. But at the same time, like what you mentioned, you have to move forward. And how to move forward. And you have, have friends who are or mompreneurs that you hang out with, the support team, the support group. And that's where you can, uh, com- uh, you can propel to the next level rather than stay put. Because that's, that's why I, I, I've, I've seen a lot that a lot of them gather together, but it's not for to move to the next step. It's just to dwell and hang on there. Yeah, at least you 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 have you know who you mix with, and also the the right group of audience, because you mix with the mompreneurs who are who are like you. They know how to struggle, or some of them have already been through, been there, done that. They have overcome it, and they know how to, and they kind of like share tips with you. I believe. Yes, yes. I think uh, most of my friends. We we are not stingy about our our advice. Mm. I think we will just share. Yeah. I mean, we do share about our problems, but sometimes you'll be surprised when we talk about problems. Everybody is the same. Mm. It's a matter of how alone, you handle right? it. You are not alone. You are not alone, really. I think when you talk about children, 
we have the same problems. Mm. We talk about husband, we have the same problems. We talk about jobs. I mean, in terms of how we layers with clients and all stuff, mm. it's the same problem. So it's it's just to see different problems and see how we can give solution to it. And sometimes you can just laugh over it. It's best to laugh over it. Yeah. I mean, because um, I think laughter is the best medicine. Yep. And then it makes you feel better. Um, I w- I always think of the positive side as in some negative people doesn't mean that they are negative. Maybe that day yeah. is just not something wrong happened yeah, to them. Woke up from wake the wrong up. side of the bed. <laughs> correct, correct. So it, it could be a better way to look at it and maybe they are not like that. Yep. So maybe you can give them a chance and then just meet up again. Why not? Yeah. That's a very, very good mindset. And um, currently, maybe we can look at, uh, we have a lot of friends that's coming on, uh, people coming on live. We have, hi, Elsa. We have Elsa. We hi, have Elsa. Eleanor. We have Tony Lian. We have uh, Mohammad Rizwan. Yes. Oh, hi. Hi, Rizwan. Is, is, is your friend? Is it your friend? <laughs> yes, I think it's my friend. <laughs> hi, hello. Yeah, so... Um, so Sophia just shared her story uh, of how she set up a um, petite big house and what she has went through. In fact, um, this year is her 10-year anniversary, I would say, for a petite big house and really, really happy for her. Let's congrats her for this 10 years thank of you, journey. Thank you, thank yeah. you. So at the same time, I know that you are not only just busy with petite big house, you're also busy with a lot of other stuff. Like you have, um, you're busy with Tompang Mi, which is to help business owner. You are also teaching, if you, you have just shared. You are also into health and skincare, and you're also helping other mothers to go back to work. Wow, how do you manage all these things, especially now? Um, I won't say manage, I just think what, go with the flow. Hmm. Uh, if people come to me to ask for help, if I can, I will help. Um, I think for business-wise, there's always a lot of connection. The connection is more towards the, I think it started off from Petit Big House. Petit Big House is a bakery. They sell small little uh, goodies. And we always focus on uh, healthier choices mm. and in terms of ingredients. So I'm very particular about that because I know a lot of moms are very particular about the sweets or treats yep. that the kids put into their mouth. So we always focus on trying not to overdose or, or overpower just to make the things taste nicer with we, we put all the unnecessary things, it's not necessary. So um, what we want is something that can make the children or people happy. Um, so in terms of the health part, so this is the focus of what I'm trying to do all along in Bertie. And in terms of business-wise, because uh, since because of COVID, yeah. COVID-19, so in terms of business-wise, I think a lot of businesses has been really badly affected yeah. with a lot of uh, in terms of business and all stuff. So um, I have been trying to, uh, I think for bakeries uh, line, we always have this problem with the manpower issue. Mm. That means we, we always don't have enough manpower yeah. or because this industry is a long hours uh, yeah. work, yeah. Uh, um, I think industry, which yeah. is uh, not easy to sustain. And we have to depend a lot, a lot on uh, foreigners sometimes. Yeah, I agree. And because the local might not be willing to work such long hours. Mm. And it's not easy to work in the kitchen for so many hours. Yeah. So for my bakery, um, it's catered more towards my lifestyle. Mm. I only open on weekdays and I close on weekends. Because if I want to spend time with my family, my staff would like to spend time with their family yeah. too. 
So, uh, of course, if anybody have orders on weekends, all those things, I do come back to the shop, let them have their delivery or collections and mm. all stuff. So, it's still okay as long as they pre-order. It's not so much on walk-in. Yeah. And moreover, I'm in the neighborhood, I'm in residential area. So, uh, people tend to go out on, over weekends yep. and they don't really hang around in the neighborhood. So, um, that's how my bakery was done in this way. Mm. So, um, but I do not want to waste my weekends for not operating because rental, I still have to yeah. pay. <laughs> in order to solve the problem, uh, one year ago, one, two years ago, I have an idea of why don't I use vending machines to help me. Ben- oh, okay, okay. Cool. Yes. So, so, I was thinking of having a vending machine at my retail mm. by 24 by 7 so that my customers can actually get their goodies mm. and I can fully utilize my operation hours. Oh. So is okay. it the pre-ordered or you already have the, those basic treats uh, there? It's in the process. It mm. can be done both ways. So that's the reason why just now you say uh, I set up a company called Tong Pang Mi. Tong mm. Pang Mi means I help you to hold your product. Ah, so this company, <laughs> yes, Tongpang me, yes. So you can Tongpang me to put the products in the machines. Ah. It's a separate, different entity because this one is basically um, what you call customizing vending machines. Mm. And uh, it, it takes a lot of uh, costs and calculations yep. and getting the right people to come in and all stuff. Then I realized if I can actually use this idea to help my own business. Mm then I can help, help others. all my friends who are in the bakery industry. Yep. So they can actually prolong their working hours. They save their manpower over midnight yep. shift or whatever. And they actually reduce wastage because they don't need to throw their things at the end of yeah. the day. They can actually put in the vending machines and whoever work night shift, whoever, they can actually just grab their, their, their goodies. Um, this idea, I'll say, I've been talking too long and everybody, everybody was telling me you talk too long, somebody will take your ideas and mm. all this stuff. But it's not easy to move forward because there's a lot of consideration in yep. Singapore. Planning, is really planning. Yes, because uh, having a machine to manufacture in Singapore, the cost is going to be mm. very high. Yep. So we hope that, of course, the government will be able to help and government should support locals, businesses. Mm to help us to grow in Singapore, then we can actually expand overseas. I think there's a grant that support those this in this kind of innovation and put, I think it's productivity oh. something. Correct, correct. Yeah. There is, there is, but not uh under uh bakery in uh, goodies. Oh, okay. I think they have the frozen one, you know, the, yep. the chef in box. Yeah, they have that. But not in terms of the bakery side mm, yet. And it. most of the mach- I would say hundred percent of the machines are all overseas. It's mm. from overseas. Um, so hopefully, hopefully this one is going to be my big challenge mm. that's coming away. And I want to use my petite house as a, what I call a showroom, a showcase Mm-mm. to, to show that it actually can be worked. It, it can be that done. Means that means it starts from you. Then after that, you can yeah. show to other businesses. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I believe there's a lot of business owner also look, uh, looking at vending machine before, but, Mm-mm. uh, it's not really suitable because of the features, because you bought. Uh, a made one that means it's a uh, standard standard uh, design hmm. it might not be suitable for the bakery industry yeah I get it so yeah so this is another uh, challenge that I hmm. have for this year during this COVID time for me hmm. to do quite a lot of planning hmm. or teaching wise I think it's, it's, it's non-stop I think <laughs> I think um, the fulfillment it, you get from it right 
Yeah, I, I, it's also because I have friends who are in this industry, they ask me, hey, you want to teach here? And so the connection was keep on connecting. And I'm so glad that I've been connected to the right people. Hmm. And when I actually uh, went there to teach, I meet so many uh, trainers and those are all bakers and they, they are all very professional people. Yeah, experience so, also, right? Yeah, so not only my network increased among the, the chef, it also increased among the learners, people hmm. who come and learn. And uh, it's quite amazing teaching those. I think mostly I teach adults. Uh, adults. I to be elderly. I think depend on location. Some places uh. it's a lot of elderly. Some places are more adults. So the the differences uh, is uh, quite quite drastic. Mm. But it's good because the exposure is very very yeah. different. In the short yeah. period of time, you are exposed to so many different walks of Correct. life. Correct. Correct. And because constantly, I'm always training my staff. Most mm. of my staff is part-timers. I always have to retrain, train, and retrain, train. Yep. So I was telling myself, since I'm doing that, <laughs> my, so I go out and retrain, train people. I and, think you, and you, and you get paid. The key thing is you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> extra income. Yeah, extra it's income. <laughs> another revenue stream, I would say. This is where the, the right. business model comes in. Where are your yeah. revenue streams? And yeah. and you were... You, because I, I, I realized that... I believe that there will be friends who will be telling you that Hey, Sophia, you're not focusing. You're going here, going there. And I think we, we spoke oh. about it before the show. So uh, let's talk about focus, okay? So And, and how do you reply there when they tell you that? Um, I'm focusing. I'm focusing. I'm focusing helping people. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, in, in a sense, um, I'm just doing something that I feel comfortable. Mm. Not so much of thinking of returns or yeah. gains. Because when I help people, I see people grow. Hmm. You make you feel good. Yeah. Because because I think that it's a motivation for what you want to do. I mean, I'm good at what I do. I just focus on what I do. Hmm. But if I don't share, if I don't help, then you are just focusing on yourself to be good. That's all. So, but I think the more I share, the more I uh, help. Again, yeah. I actually learn a lot. Yeah. I think I gain much more than I think. Um, don't worry about the focusing. I think my husband always constantly tell me, hey, please focus, please focus. <laughs> I think they, they find that I, I'm a bit overwhelmed. Even my children always say, wow, mommy, what are you doing again? Uh, it's like, now this, this morning, I tell, I've got this Facebook live. Say, what is that again? <laughs> so they are always constantly um, uh, having this surprise, say, oh, what, mm. mommy going to do this? Then after a while, they say, okay, then anyway, she's going to do this again anyway. So, so I think I, I want my kids to have the feeling of um, try to do whatever they can. Mm. Um, you, you have to try yeah. you you don't just just think yeah i mean thinking That's doesn't mean you move you anywhere any, yeah. doesn't mean but agree. it's good to have positive thinking yeah it will move you forward Mm-mm. but you think you must move yeah. you, you can't just sit there and wait for the, <laughs> the thing to just drop down yeah, yeah i totally agree <laughs> yeah that, that is also something that i act on also and i i believe that they are there as what we call devil's advocate so they will set us to think, like think twice and think, okay, are we moving? That means be more cautious. Than, yeah. And then, I, because for me, I always have that um, when I was young, I had, once I want to do something, I just chong, I just go for it without really thinking. But now a lot of time, I, I do a lot of planning, a lot, do a lot of thinking. But like what you say, if you think too much, right, you are not able to move on. And by the time you were like, huh, how come another person took my idea and do exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I always hear this from a lot of mompreneurs. Ah, this person steal my idea. I say, idea is cheap. Execution is the key. 
Yeah, it's correct. Like okay. a lot of people will say, oh, I have this Grab idea, I have that Uber idea. So, Uber took it, they become Uber. Grab took it, the <laughs> same idea, they took it, they bring it to the next level. So, yes. it's not about whether you have that idea or not, whether you have that concept. Uh, Everybody will have that uh, idea. It's about whether you can make it, you can execute it, and bring it, bring it out into the next level. A lot of people can have the idea, but it's not sustainable. Like for you, your business evolved, and every part of it is like you create. You are creating your own ecosystem around Petit Big House, and the more people that you're helping, in fact, Petit Big House will be, the brand will be known because people are be be wondering, hey, why are you doing this? Oh, then you say, oh, I'm. In fact, I'm doing this. I'm having my Petit Big House. I'm also doing this, this, this. So you became someone which, which is where uh to this topic is. I am a goal giver, mompreneur. So what is a goal giver, mompreneur to you? Like how? How um, does it apply? Goal giver. Um, mm. I would say that um, I think whatever we can, we help people. We must help uh wholeheartedly, not not to keep anything to yourself. Like um, maybe one for instance, there's one uh stay at home mom. She's 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 very keen to do about baking, mm. but she wants to get a lot of people to coach and all the stuff. I think apparently. People, when you go to her, they want her to pay the coaching, yeah. but not really exactly coaching her. So to me, is uh, she comes and talk to me, then I will just share, and she's just shocked that I just share. Yeah. Um, I'm not even asking for anything. I just share because what I'm trying to tell her is, we have I have been through what you've been through, mm. but all you need to do is adjust your mindset. It's possible. I it's good to have a coach. I agree. But you cannot rely on the coach yeah. totally because you still need to know where you want to do, mm. you you how you want to. Do. Even the coach tell you, okay, this is the ten thing you you need to do, but you selectively just do one or two. Yeah. It doesn't work. Then you must have to really f- follow it exactly the ten way to yeah. do it. It's still the mindset. But, yeah. Correct. So what I do is I'm just trying to give her a direction to give her more confidence mm. in herself, yeah. and uh, then I told her just take one step at a time. If you want to be a baker, then you take courses. Mm. If you want to be a trainer, then you take courses. So mm. it it's a very different direction. Yeah. But if you, I want to challenge yourself enough, then you take both. But if you want to take both, can you manage or not? You ask yourself. But if you can, then you go ahead. Yeah. But most of my friends, uh, most of the mothers, they have children, mm. and when they started, the children are all very young. Yeah. So it's the managing of the children with what they want to do yeah. is the big challenge, and I always say it's always a blessing where the husband is very supportive, yeah. because this one you need. You cannot have external help. External mm. help doesn't help. Yeah, okay, that's my truth. Honest, <laughs> it cannot help you twenty four seven. No, even you have a mate, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. So if if your husband is supportive. Chances is you will move faster than people who have more challenges. Hmm. So um, it, I think everybody need to look at their their advantage. Hmm. Take take uh, advantage of what is your situation, what you have. Unless I say you have very good parents that help you. Yeah, yeah. That one could it's be the second best second, like. uh, second best choice. Yeah. Because that that will really help because it's a parents ma. Then mm-hmm. you don't really need to worry so much. Yeah, the trust. Yeah, the trust there. is different. The trust is different. So if your husband is the first one that I will look mm. for, 
parents is the second one but of yeah. course parents as they age you don't want to tire them off or stress them off so uh, those are the things that um, I think a lot of people will understand hmm. uh, having a helper is also good it's also good because you don't need to worry about household hmm. or the logistic stuff that will tire so, you but, and all that correct but but then you have to sacrifice. You sacrifice what? Because your helper will be closer to your <laughs> children. children. Yeah. Yeah. These are the things that you have so to give and take. take. Yeah. You cannot. You cannot expect everything. everything but I do. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I do expect everything sweet Yeah. Okay. It is. It's easy to say, like yeah. you say. I always expect to be closer to my kids. Yeah. And you'll uh, try, like. I want to. I, mm. Yeah. You want to have everything, but uh, as you say, you just balance up. You as long as you feel that. Everything's are quite averagely spaced out. Yep. Then I think it's quite okay. I think the most important is the mindset. Mm. The mindset. Yeah. yeah. Like 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 you mentioned the the goal giver spirit. In fact, there's a book I couldn't find that book out because my mentor asked. Uh, my mentor suggested recommended me to read, and he said that it will help me a lot. Uh, maybe I can I can share with you. I don't know whether you know about that goal giver book. Uh, so in uh, fact, it's it's about like. The more you give, the more you receive. And if you have the mindset that is not really like monetized, like you, you mentioned, you basically mentored that 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 mom, the stay-at-home mom that uh, that she want to go into a bakery business. So with your experience, you're mentoring her. You are just helping her to shortcut her learning curve, shorten yes. her learning curve. Um, and and like what you mentioned, a lot of coaches out there, they they. They are coaching you, but they are not able to give you that realistic or strategy that works for you. They can just tell you the step by step because they are trained to tell you step by step. They have a process, but the key thing that a lot of time is not a practical, not a feasible as compared to you who are who have the experience. So, like even for now, right, I'm mentoring a few youth entrepreneurs. Then they told me, "Oh, Kenneth, I want to start a marketing agency." I said, "Huh." I want to come out from marketing agency. You want to go into marketing agency, so they they still um they still believe that they want to. So okay, then in that case, I will tell you what are the things that you will face and how you can overcome. So even today, you don't listen to me, it's okay. But because you have to be accountable for your doing, if you still want to go ahead, you still can go ahead. But these are the things. These are the like uh, bump bumpers that you barriers that you will face ultimately. The challenges that you face, you'll be questioned and all that. So I just tell them everything in advance. Yeah. So I I guess you have you have already reached the level of, uh, mentor, especially in bake baking, and your uh, and your progress and uh how much you have advanced, and at the same time, like after saying because your eldest is already uh twenty years old, uh twenty eighteen sixteen and fourteen. So would would you say that because now you have more time because your kids are not dependent on you? Or much less dependent on you. That's why you can um do more things. And how is it running, uh, your business or now businesses uh having four kids in the past ten over years? Okay. Uh, in the past, when I run the business, uh, I would say fifty percent to the family, fifty percent to the business. Mm. So I don't really uh, I okay, as what most of the mom will say, we do everything ourselves mm. in terms of marketing, blah blah blah. Everything we do ourselves. Uh, so we have limitations of a lot of things. So I don't heavily uh, promote my business or, or do advertising and all stuff because I have limitations. Mm. So because my priority, honestly, is still my children. So, uh, but at least I get to do what I want mm. and then I can take care of them full time. Yep. 
So as long as they are taken care of in terms of their needs, in terms of their uh, things that they, the daily daily things that they happen to them, I'm actually quite okay. I don't really expect too much. Education-wise, I'm lucky because my husband is handling. Mm. Because if not, I go haywire because uh, <laughs> I think studying is not that easy. Yeah. Um, but as they grow older, I think because my kids grow with my business. Mm. Okay. So they can understand and they are my best helper. Mm. So in fact, my two older kids, they have the food hygiene uh, license. Oh. Occasionally, they will help in the shop and uh, uh, and they are very willing to just, mm. okay, uh, even though like a one time I, I got no staff and I have to go out to do some appointment or this thing, I just need to tell them, you go to the shop, take care of the shop, don't need mm. do anything, just take care of the shop, I like do sales and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they can, they can open the shop and they can close the shop. Mm. So it makes you feel more relief. Yeah. So, so until a point of time where they are independent in a mm. way, um, as I think as they grow, as now, I would say, my shop are, I would say, fully uh, handled by my staff. Mm. My, my colleagues, I would say, better say, I mean, because they really were very helpful. Mm. So once I, I couldn't actually manage to get into the shop to bake because they are always baking. Uh. Um, because you see, you pay them to bake. La, but <laughs> the thing is, I would love to bake too. So the only time that I get to bake is when I do testing new products. Mm. So because the I have R&D, to be around. Right? Yeah, the R&D is, right. I always do only the R&D. So um, the normal things, uh, unless somebody uh, has some problem with the product, I will come in and rectify the problems. But now most of my staff know how to rectify the problem themselves. Mm. So which is quite, enough, it's, right? a, it's a blessing. It's a blessing, mm-hmm. yes. So um, for, for now the shop, you know why I've been doing so much thing is because if the shop my staff can handle, yeah. my kids are independent. <laughs> And I'm not a person can just sit down there and yeah, do nothing. You, you cannot sit still. That, yes. So <laughs> maybe that's the reason why. That's the reason why I start to think of more Very things good. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like it. if I'm available, people call me. Hey, can you teach during this period of time? Blah blah blah. Then I check my calendar. Okay, I like to fill up my calendar. Mm. <laughs> so if I'm available, okay, I will teach that during. So it's like I'm trying to um, keep myself occupied. Yeah. Um, unless I'm going holiday, if not. I will try to do whatever I can the whole week, whatever I can to do to cover up my schedule and all the stuff. But got priority lah. Of course, mm. I I always go by what I like to do first. Yeah, yeah definitely. Then our priority over there. So uh, yeah, occasionally I'm also lazy. Oh, don't be surprised. I'm saying okay, today the shop got people, everything is fine. I'll just lay at home and just rest. Yeah, I I guess that's the, <laughs> the that's the flexibility of a of a mompreneur or, or or an entrepreneur, is that mm. um, at this point of time you have built it up, you have a very good team, everything is yes. well taken care of, and now it's for you to really give back, because you have yep. built that and. It's not easy to have a team that, that can auto-run by itself. You don't need you and you can just focus on the things that you are really passionate about. And yeah. uh, it's, like, like you mentioned, it's about the go-giver spirit. Uh, just keep on giving because you have a lot of, a lot to give. Your experience, uh, your advices and I would say at this point of time is to mentor mo- more people. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, like helping other business owners, that's why you have Tompang Mi. And with teaching, you are also empowering a lot of people. You are also giving as a teacher. And you're also helping other mothers to go back to work. Because it's also challenging, like you mentioned, um, 
if let's say they leave the job for three four years uh because they're taking care of the children by the by the time they want to go back uh things that might, might have changed technology might have changed the skill set might not be needed and that's where it's also very challenging for them and that is what i'm doing what i'm doing to really give them but i realized that it's not about the skill set like for you you came from graphic your skill you build as as you go you learn you take courses so it's yes. really not about the skill set that's why I I talk a lot about the mindset and what do you really want, like what do you want? What is your end game? I not recently I've been always asking. Okay, someone tell me some something. I say, what's your end game for this? What's your end game? Like a lot of them didn't really think what do they want to achieve ultimately. They just want to do. Like I believe that you might have faced. This is something more personal. You might have faced a lot of mothers who want to. Oh, I love baking. I want to do this. But what would be your advice for them who have the same passion as you in bakery, at the same time to make it profitable? Because a lot of time I realize that a lot of them are based on passion, the purpose, but not making money. Ultimately, the husband will be asking them, "Hey, darling, why are you doing this? Like you spend so much time, effort, and money, and it's not making money. What would you be your advice for them? Because a lot of people just want to do something that they they think they uh they like." But it's not, it's not making money, or it's not uh something that is feasible on a long term basis, because uh you are always in red. So what would be your advice from your experience? I believe. Um, actually, I I might not be a good advisor for that because, to be honest, you need to have passion. You need to have passion to do something. Yeah. But uh, but using your passion, to do a business. Is a compromise mm. because your passion might get killed off mm. while you're doing a business. Yep. Because when you do something for passion, you don't talk about value, you don't talk about profit. You just do what you want to do. But when you talk about business, you have to make money. You mm. have to make profit. So I would say that in order to really um, have a passion, and then yet you can uh, earn money. Mm. Okay, you might not you might not be able to do it alone. Yep. You might have to work with a team. The reason is because I have a passion to bake. I will just focus on my passion to bake. Mm. But someone have a passion to market and sell. Yeah. And then this person passion is to market and sell and make money. Mm. And then if you can collaborate well together, it's a win win for both sides. Mm. But if I'm going to be say okay, for instance, ah, if for what I say, I love to bake. Mm. Passion is to bake. Yep. But now I don't get the chance to bake. I only do R and D. You know what I'm trying? The difference is because I give my staff to bake because they love to bake. That's why they came to work for me. Yeah. So what they exchange for the passion to work for me is they get to bake and they get to pay. They get mm. the money, the salary. Yep. But for my case, it is my passion, but. I need to do. I need to make money. I need to make business. Yeah. So I don't get to bake. I need to do a lot of administration, paperwork, uh, marketing, and all stuff. Mm. It might kills off my passions. That's the reason why I went to go teaching. Mm. <laughs> you see, when you go teaching, you are actually baking. You are teaching people how to bake. Yeah. And I teach. I get money. <laughs> <laughs> so so I think in in a way you have to see. How you put your passions and、mm. business together? Yeah, how to gel Unless, together? Yeah, how to gel it together? I would say it's easy to say, but if you can actually have a passion and yet you、Make、can earn,、up. yeah. Oh, that's the best,、yeah. the best of both worlds. Yeah, 
So those mother who actually bake from home, they say they like to bake, they want to earn money. I think you can't do it alone. You have mm. to step out of your house. Yep. You have to step out and work with someone. Yep. You you have to be, maybe your husband is good in marketing, doing marketing, yeah. doing sales. Mm. Yeah. You focus on your bake. I, I do have, I see a friend, there's a team where uh, she's very passionate in baking Mm-mm. and her bakes is super and it's so well recognized. Um, the one that runs the the restaurants is actually the brother. Mm. The brother love marketing. They do social media and all stuff. Yep. They're doing very well because they are passionate in their area. Yep. And they build out the business well. And lucky enough because they are brother and sister. So it's easier to work rather than a partners as a stranger. Mm. Yep, yep. Yeah. So um sometimes I think teamwork is very important. Yeah. And you might not okay, you, you yeah, you might not need to build a team. I will say collaboration. Yeah. Like for instance, uh if you're doing marketing, mm. I'm doing uh my bakes. Yep. So we collaborate. Yep, yep. So leverage do, on each other's strength. Yes, yeah. correct. That's what I think collaboration is the key now because yep. everybody wants to be their own boss. They want to make their own decision, <laughs> but they don't want to. They want to focus on what they're good at. Yeah. They don't want to focus on their weaknesses. So Mm-mm. take some, get someone to collaborate to cover your weaknesses, yep. and that will be actually the best way to work now in this situation. Yep. So yeah, that that will be so far. I think after so many years, the, the advice <laughs> I know, but I can honestly tell you, um, doing business tends to kill off my passion a bit yeah, off. I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah. So you have to find back. Uh, hmm. The way I find back is to be a trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that um like how should I put it? Like your this advice is really good because a lot of time they say, Oh I I I have my kicks there like some of the mom printers they will come to me, oh I love baking, this is how I do I say, where are you posting your, your stuff? Where are you marketing your your thing? Oh on my own Facebook I say, if you're on your own Facebook, if you're not very good at marketing, then nobody gets to see. And if you don't, because sometimes when you share, right, people might not know that you're doing it as a business. People might thought Correct. that it's a passion passion thing. Then if you're right. selling, then you then how are then some most of them will feel paise, feel uh, not not very shy to say, oh, I'm selling. So a lot of, a lot of times I felt that, like you mentioned, just do what you're good at it and also collaborate. And uh, sometimes, but it's also hard to find uh, the right people to collaborate. Um, exactly, exactly. And and like not for now, right? I'm very blessed that because I'm very good at promoting, I'm very good at marketing, but I'm not very good at system and really having a structured. And that's why I'm very blessed that this year I have a business partner that finally I have a business partner that complement my 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 weaknesses. That means my weaknesses is his strength, and his weaknesses is my strength. So both of us like very seamless. We just came out with courses, mentorship program, and upcoming we're coming out with a very huge event, a virtual event, and it's like instantly. Like for him to come out with something, like the structure is like five minutes. For me to come out with the the marketing is like five minutes. So for for us right, we just come in hand in hand. Now you you mentioned the collaboration. A lot of times, uh, I believe that we need to find the people that um to do the things that we don't love to do which is maybe the administrative staff or maybe all the cleaning, can always dedicate and outsource. And also the key thing like you mentioned, to build a team. Um, today, to this time, to this age, I don't think we can do everything about on ourselves. You can either leverage as a team or you leverage on system and technology. This is what I told a lot of mothers. Like a lot of them are being stretched. Like I want to do everything. Can, if you have enough resources, you have not enough uh, capital, then you definitely can do all this. 
You just buy and pay and get things done. So I see a lot of people that are still still with us uh, now. We have uh, Mel that came in. Uh, hi, Melody. Hi, Melody. And we have uh, Phoebe. I think we saw Phoebe. Yes, Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, Phoebe. Then we have uh, Glenn Sim. We have Elsa. Yes, hi, hello. Thanks for hi, staying everyone. tuned now. And for those who are watching replay. So time really flies. I really want to um, talk more with you to really catch up. So how can the audience get connected with you, Sophia? Um, they can actually visit my uh, website, mm. uh, Petite Big House. So um, you can actually... I mean, you go to the website, you can a, a lot of connection from the contact from there. Mm. So it's not easy to find me. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> okay. So in fact, all the... Uh, how you can get connected with Sophia is all in the link in the description. You guys can check it out. I've included all of them. And if you guys have any questions and all that stuff, you can always uh can still post in the chat or in the comments and let us know. Uh, more of us would be love. We will, we will love to answer all those questions. And last but not least, um, Sophia, now it's your turn for you to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. What will be your question of the day? My question of the day. Yeah. It can be anything um, about the business, it can be anything about life, it can be anything about motherhood. So what would be your question of the day? Um, a question of the day, as in, okay, let me think. Uh. Could it be, what is your, what is your biggest goal in life that you have achieved? Okay, so what is your biggest goal? Biggest goal? That you have achieved. In your life, right? Yeah. What is yeah. your... No, I mean, not in your life, la, not yet. La. I think it's <laughs> the biggest goal so far. Okay. What's your biggest goal so far that you have achieved? What's your biggest goal so far that you have achieved? Achieved so far. as a mom female. As a mom female. Okay, good. Yep. Okay. So the question of the day posted by Sophia is... What is your biggest goal so far that you have achieved as a mompreneur? So this question of the day goes out to the guests, to the next guest, and also to the audience. For those who are tuning in, for those who are watching the replay, you can post your answers in the comments, and we will we, we will love to see them. So um, before we wrap, wrap up, any last advice for the mothers who are thinking of pursuing their passion or even stepping into entrepreneurship? Any last advice for them, Sophia? Focus on your goal and not the problems and you will achieve your goal as soon as possible. Wow. That that is a very very great advice. Very, very simple, short and sweet. And once again, thanks Sophia for making time uh, to come onto my show. Finally got you and really happy, really enjoyed this session. Uh, get to know you more. I didn't know a lot of things about you because it's always about Petit Big House. And now at least I know that you are my senior in Tamaxic Poly <laughs> in graphic design and you were in publishing some more. So really, really a lot of things that I've known you through this session and that's why I love about Mompreneur Space live show that I get to catch up with the mompreneurs uh, my uh, my friends and all that stuff and really glad uh, that we did this show um, thanks a lot once again and uh, for those mompreneurs who are or mothers who are thinking of pursuing your passion remember to build a team uh, leverage on each other's strength and uh, so that your passion can continue so th thanks a lot once again uh, Kenneth here signing off with Sophia thanks for those who are still tuning in uh, and for those that are watching the replay or listening to the podcast thank you very much and I shall see you guys in the next uh, next week uh, next week stay tuned to Mompreneur Space live show every Monday 
and I'll see you guys. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.